She's such a fucking lady, right? Hey, ladies, you are now tuned in to She Knows Podcast, hosted by Miss Brownstone. If you are new, hit that subscribe button. Welcome to the family. And if you are old, welcome back, bitch. You have to get into some juicy topics. Why you acting like that? Hey ladies, so today's episode is entitled, Why Are So Many Women Over Men, okay? Because I don't know about y'all, but I'm over this shit, alright? Like, I ain't even gonna hold you. I think I'm at a point where, you know, I'm gonna just give me a dog and die alone. You know what I'm saying? Like, at first, I was like, you know what? Constipating, like, you know what? Maybe I should just go ahead and get me a dusty. And I was like, nah, fuck that. That's against the brand. I'm going to just go ahead and get me a dog and die alone. Like, that's just where I'm at with it. And, you know, I made a Twitter post uh, the other day. And I said that I was over men, right? And I didn't say it on some, like, I hate men shit. You know what I'm saying? Let me read y'all the Twitter post. Make sure y'all follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter. Yeah. Somebody just texted me. Sorry. Um. Okay, so my Twitter is Miss. That's M S Brownstone underscore S K. And S K is in capitals. Okay. So yes, yeah, so I put on Twitter. I said, um, I think I had enough of men. Not on some. I hate them shit. I just think I need a break. So for the rest of this year and next year, it's me me season for me. And I really feel that way. There's other reasons why I feel that way. And like I said, I'm not on some bitter shit. I'm just kind of over men, right? So make a long story short, I tweeted that. And then I took the tweet and I put it over to my Instagram. And the shit was getting, like, the amount of shares that was going on from this tweet. This tweet, tweeter, tweet, 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 tweet. I don't know what it's called. But the amount of shares that was going on from this tweet, I was like, yo, you know, you are not alone. <laughs> I'm here with you. I was like, look, I found my tribe. They feel me. They gets me. You know what I'm saying? But then I started to think, like, why are so many women feeling like I'm over these niggas? <laughs> like, I'm over them. So as I was sitting here, you know, thinking about it, uh, my mother sent me this clip. And I was like, that's it. So I'm going to insert the clip here and then you can get into some things. I have literally come to the conclusion that I am so terrified of dating. I don't want to date. I don't want to get married. I don't want to do anything. Men are lying, cheating. You can't express yourself or you're arguing. What's the point? What is the point? I'm at the point where I'm over it. Why? why for what? I get to know you. You get to know me. Just for you to do what? Cheat? Just for you to not text or call? Just for you to not pay attention? just for you to not communicate. Why? And then not only that, it literally messes with your mental. When you're trying so hard 
to get better and to heal. I know some of y'all probably listen to this right now, right? And y'all like, damn, that sounds fun. That was sad. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. That was very heartbreaking. Like, why do we have to hit this? No, we need to hit it. We need to talk about it, Okay. So get y'all tissue out. Y'all gonna cry or somebody cutting onions. I don't know. But we gonna talk about this shit. But no, for real though, I really feel her. Like, I feel her. Like, when she said, for what? I was like, you're right, bitch. Like, why even date at this point? Like, that's how I feel. Like, I mean, I mean, look, according to that tweet, that little tweet of tweet, all right? I'm so I am not alone, okay? Y'all are here with Ben. Okay, because bitches was agreeing. Bitches was definitely agreeing. So, um, I'm going to break down what she had to say. And then y'all know I like to tell stories and shit. And, um, yeah, let's just get into some things, okay? So, she made a comment that, you know, men are out here lying. They're cheating. You get to know this person just so they could do you this way. Um, she made another comment where she said, uh, I'm trying to remember each comment that she said, honey. Oh, that they're not going to, sh- why? Because they're not going to show you attention. They're not going to communicate. When you voice your opinion, it's like, you know, you're looked at as being argumentative and stuff like that, um, confrontational. And I really felt that because I feel like it's it's like dating men, and I don't want to say all men, but some men, you get in these relationships and when you don't like something or something don't feel right with you and you voice your opinion is, oh, she crazy. Oh my God, you wildin'. Da, 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 da. Like, it's just like, but bro, like these things could have been solved with all a little bit of communication. You feel me? This could have been solved with a little bit of communication. You know what I'm saying? And she said that, like the communication is bad. You know what I'm saying? So it's like when you voice your opinion now, you just automatically in the wrong. Like, and it's like, it seems like this generation is a generation of just nonchalant. Like, we just got to act real nonchalant. Like, we don't give a fuck. The moment we act like we care, it, we, what do we get? We get fucked over. And, I mean, at the end of the day, we know that this is the game that we have to play. But at some point, a bitch gets tired of playing games. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, maybe if I was just out, like, out here just looking for some money from a nigga and wasn't trying to, like, eventually get serious and have kids and shit like that, then I would love to play this motherfucking Monopoly game with you, bitch, okay? Um, you know, trivia and shit. But at this point, you know, I'm just over it. Even when you're not even trying to, like, be on a dick swing contest with a nigga, you still end up on a dick swing contest with a nigga on some other shit. Like, well, who can who can act the, the most nonchalant? Like, who can chase, who can make the other one chase? And who's going to sweat me more? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I just don't have the, I don't have the energy anymore to date. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't. Like, and this is coming from somebody that, that, that I keep be a roster, honey. You know what I'm saying? But lately, like, I just, I haven't even been, like, flipping my roster like that because I really don't want to be bothered. Like, I can honestly sit on this phone, on this phone, <laughs> y'all. I can sit on this podcast right now and say that I've been in the house three weeks straight. Like, I don't even go outside. Like, I don't, I just, it's what is out there for me at this point. Like, I don't even want to be bothered with niggas. Like, I don't want to be bothered. Like, I don't even know. 
Like, if I don't, I can't be the only one to feel like this, but this is just how I feel. Like, I just don't even, I don't even want a nigga smiling at me. Like, I don't even want you talking to me. And I seen this, this y'all remember that video that went viral on TikTok? And it was like, when, when, what do you look for in a man? And the woman was like, away. I look away. Like, that's how I feel right now. Like, I'm looking away. Like, shit, I don't even have to look away because I'm standing in my motherfucking four walls, okay, in my apartment. Like, that's just where I'm at with it now. Like, I don't. I'm just, I'm over them. I'm over them. And, and I agree with a lot of things that she say. Like, what is the point of getting to know someone where we're never going to have, um, you know, a long-lasting bond? We're never going to have an unconditional love type of situation. All we're going to do is keep going back and forth and playing games with each other and trying to get one to chase the other and all of the bullshit. You know, we got to figure out, oh, you know, assert dominance and try to figure out, well, I'm the prize. No, I'm the prize. And you should be with me and you should chase me. And no, 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 no. And we act like each other feelings don't matter. Like, that's just, I'm just like, this generation, we battle with the opposite sex more than we do coming together and building with them. And in reality, in order for us to actually succeed, we have to come together. Like, yin and yang, my nigga. Like, we, we, uh, we have to be together for this for us to, you know, reproduce. They have to be together for us to have, you know, legacy. Like, and it's just like, this generation is more of a battle. It's more of a battle of the sexes. Like, that's really what it feels like. And I, I can strongly say that because it seems like... Whenever I get on a panel, um, you know, and, and not with the podcast that I joint, but whenever I do get on a panel with people, whatever, it seems like, unless it's all women on there, it seems like it's always me and the man going toe-to-toe, we always battling. And I know it's good for content, but this is what people going through on a regular basis. Like, I always got to battle with a nigga. Like, I'm over it. Like, I, I really am. When I'm just done. Like, I'm just done, you know. So just hearing her and what she had to say, I really felt her. I felt I felt everything she said. She said, I don't even want to be married no more. Like, yeah, because what are you signing up for? <laughs> like, what are you signing up for? Because the happy ever after fairy tale that we thought doesn't even exist. You know, at this point, it doesn't exist, you know. And I know this is going to sound crazy as shit coming from me, but this is just how I feel. And I always believe that you get more than one soulmate, you feel me? But I think you get soulmates based on different phases you go through in life, right? So I've been in love twice, and in both times I've been in love, it was a different phase in my life. And now I'm going into a new phase, and I don't think I'm going to have no one in this phase. I, I really do think that because I just, I don't mesh well with these niggas. Like, I, nobody tickles my fancy. And then the ones that I do like, they just... Don't I guess they don't like me. Shit, I don't fucking know. But they just not doing it for me. Like they just don't do it, do it, do it, do it. So do it, do it. You know that song? That's my song. We win it, bounce, win it, fat, win it. All my ladies have your back with it. Do it, do it, do it, do it. And then it. All right, I had a sidetrack. But yeah, that's just how I feel. It's just like I'm over these niggas. Like I don't even know if y'all get what I'm trying to say. That's just how the fuck I feel. Okay. And then, like, she really had me when she said, like, it fucks with your mental health. I have to agree with that. Let me tell y'all something. And let me just tell y'all, maybe once I explain my dating life, my my dating life, y'all will get this. And I feel like we talk about my dating life when she knows, but we haven't talked about it recently. And I really don't go that much in depth. I don't like talking about my past, period. I just don't. But, however, it makes good content in this sense. So, on this sense... Whoever's listening about to just know about Miss Brownstone's past. Just a little shump shump. Just a little shump shump. So, let's just take a blast in my past, okay? You know what I'm saying? Go in the time machine and shit. 
So, you know, when she said it was mental, like, it messed with your mental health, I really felt that because y'all know I'm from Jersey, right? And I currently live in Maryland. So when I moved to Maryland, I... Let's just talk about how the fuck I got here. <laughs> how the fuck did I get here? So my dad got hired at the Pentagon, right? And my mom wanted to move out here so my for my dad, right? So we moved out here originally for my father, which is my stepfather, but I call him my father, right? So for my stepfather, right? Um I moved to Baltimore. I didn't live in DC or Silver Spring at the time I moved to Baltimore, right? So well Baltimore County. So, um, excuse me, I'm drinking water, my bad. So, um, I'm staying in Baltimore County, and before I even made this move, I was actually dating someone in Jersey, and me and him was having problems because we, we, we worked together at, how can I explain this? We worked together at an armor truck company, right? And me and him, I think I called him Black Jesus on this on this podcast before. I think I told him like once or whatever. I don't remember. But let's call him Black Jesus. So I was dating Black Jesus. And we worked at an armor truck company. And we ended up talking. And things was going good or whatever. However, his baby mother was the lead. Was our lead. So like a supervisor kind of situation. Um, That was his baby mother. And apparently his baby mother and him were still in love with each other. And they were still smashing. Okay. Now, they are way older than me. I'm only 23 at the time, right? Was I 23? No. I was 19. Okay, I was 19 at the time. Now I think about it because I moved here at 21. So, yeah, I was 19 at the time. And they were 23 or 24, maybe 25. One or the other. Because he was way, he was a little, he was a, he had a little bop on me. He had a little bop on me. So, he probably, actually, I'm lying. He was way, he was, he had to be. I'm going to say 27 now, and she was 23. That's what I'm going to go for, because that seems about it, because I know he's, like, in his 30s now, or whatever. So, yeah, I'm going to say he was 27. I was 19. She was 33, all right? The baby mother was our supervisor. Me and him was, me and Black Jesus was dealing with each other, right? So, what ended up happening was... Him and baby mother, I guess they were still smashing, but the baby mother had a nigga. It was a whole bunch of crazy shit going on, right? And me just being young and naive, I like him, he like me. I don't give a fuck about your baby mother. I'm going to do what the fuck I want to do regardless, right? That's just who I was, okay? I told y'all back in the day I was messy boots, all right? I was a messy bitch. So me and um, Black Jesus ended up um, dating, right? And me and the baby mother just kept having problems because we're fucking the same nigga, all right? Like, let's just call a thing a thing, call a spade a spade, all right? And so we were beef heavy, but we never was able to fight because we worked together. And we weren't ever able to come out and say, oh, well, I'm dating Black Jesus or she's Black Jesus' baby mother because in the armor truck company, y'all not allowed to date people at the job because y'all can come together and be like Bonnie and Clyde and rob this shit. So if they find out y'all dating or whatever, they'll get rid of you. Well, most likely they get rid of the woman and keep the man because the man can lift shit and stuff like that. So making long story short, um, we were dating, right? And she knew about it and everybody with eyes could fucking see, you know what I'm saying? And people knew about them, but it wasn't like we broadcasted. Everybody knew there was a love triangle, put like that. So we were dating or whatever. And I went through a lot of issues with him and his aid mother. 
Um, he would tell me, oh, she's going to take his kids from him if she finds out about me and him. But it was clear she knew. You get what I'm saying? So she threatened to take his kids. It was just mad crazy shit. And me just being young and dumb, I was just like, I really like you, Black Jesus. I want us to work. So if we all need to sit down and have a conversation for your kids and this, this, and that, we can do that. But he was still fucking her, okay? It is what it is. So he was not trying to be with me, per se. But hear me, hear me out. I'm still out here trying to be dumb, a dumb bitch, trying to make it work like an idiot. And he wasn't making it work. So um, what ended up happening is he got promoted to a supervisor. And when he got promoted to a supervisor, I'm still a regular worker, right? But at this time, I wanted to leave Jersey. So I was looking into leaving Jersey. And I had told him, if me and you don't work out, I'm out. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market right and i guess he didn't believe me i'm guessing so um he was like okay you know what i mean do you whatever so he ended up stopped talking to me like he never broke up with me he never broke it off we never discussed what happened he just stopped talking to me like just straight ghost me right and the baby mother now is being nice to me all of a sudden but he's not talking to me but she's being all you know what i'm saying and i started to see pictures of them online you know i'm still calling his phone he withdraw from me and it's clear that he might be talking to her but i really don't know i'm not saying it's clear but it was like word on the street they talking to each other and i see pictures but i don't know because he never told me and when he pulled away i chased basically so i'm calling i'm you know let's make it work this this and that and he just giving me his ass to kiss he didn't want to talk about it so i was just like all right after a while of being sad about the shit, I said, fuck it. I'm just going move. <laughs> That's what the fuck I was at. So I took my anger and I put it into going back and forth to Maryland, looking up apartments, getting a job, you know, trying to just get myself out there. So I ended up finding an apartment, finding a job, and I up and I left. And he ended up calling. And when he called, it was literally the day that I was signing my lease. So he was like, oh, what you doing? I was like, I'm on the way to Maryland to go sign my lease. That tells you how long he went without talking to me, right? So he was like, oh, so you really making a move? I said, yeah, I told you if me wasn't, wasn't going to work out, I was going to leave. So we ended up, um, you know, going our separate ways. I moved to Maryland. Now, while I'm in Maryland, I came out here. I was struggling. Y'all know that. I met D, and me and D ended up dating, and D ended up, you know, taking care of me and everything like that, blasey, blasey. But D had some shit with him, too, which y'all knew about, like, I wasn't able to go to the club. He was very controlling. You know, I was always in the house because I was just dating a controlling-ass nigga. I would have facing D, and he was paying my bills. So it was like, all right, fuck it. I'm going to just settle what I got to settle with so until I get on my feet, you know what I'm saying? Because the bitch ain't got no legs at this point, you know what I'm saying? So, um, y'all know all that. We talked about that or whatever. So I really was in love with D. I'm not even going to hold you. Like, I really liked him. Like, I even tried to have a baby. Like, I, I really cared for this guy. This was, this was my, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Okay, bitch. So that was my nigga. And um, we ended up, me and D ended up breaking up because D likes to rock out with his cock out, which means he likes to cheat. 
and I couldn't deal with the cheating, and I can't, I couldn't deal with him always being in the club and getting drunk and dealing with bitches, and it just became, it just became too much for me. I just was like, I'm good, so I left, and when I left, I struggled, but I fucking left, and so I left D, but even though I left D, I ain't gonna hold y'all. I was still going back, and I was smashing D, and I was still talking to D, and D was still giving me money, things like that, but at the time now, D had a girlfriend, so I became the side bitch. Yeah, I don't know how I went from main to side, but that's just how I went. And the bitch that was the girlfriend actually was the bitch he was fucking on the side. That's the story for a whole nother day. We're just brushing through Miss Brownstone's love life. We're not even like too much in, in depth, right? So, make a long story short, um, I still was messing with D, whatever case may be. But then, me and the girl end up exchanging words. Shit got a little crazy. Um, and it wasn't crazy on some shit like we was about to fight. It was crazy on some shit like when I fall in love with somebody or I really fuck with somebody, I can get cuckoo for Cocoa Pups. I'm not even going to hold you. Like, love make you do some crazy shit, okay? So, I used to call this girl phone and basically try to get rid of her. And it wasn't calling her, like, on some, I'm going to beat your ass when I see you, bitch. It was calling her on some shit, like, hey, are you okay? You know, if he loves you, I love you, too. You know what I'm saying? And I found out she was studying to become an esthetician, and I was, too. So I would send her, you know, test books and answers to the to the test and things like that. Just to, you know, make her think I was psycho. But I kind of was psycho at the time, right? And, you know, I would just call her, like, "How how's our nigga? How's things going over there? You know, he's not answering my phone calls. Is he with you? You know, I was just crazy. I was crazy, all right? I ain't going to lie to y'all. I was crazy. So I kept doing that to her to the point that she ended up saying to him, she couldn't deal with me no more, so she stopped fucking with him. But I didn't want him either because I just didn't like the idea that I had to share him either, you know what I'm saying? So eventually I was like, you know, this is not for me either. So I got out of that too. So now I'm done with D, and I'm single. But at this point... I ended up being kind of sad and lonely, and I just wanted somebody. So that's when I fell into this whole desperate dick kind of situation, which I think we talked about a little bit better. And then I just started dealing with men, the dusties. <laughs> the dust, okay? So I started dating a lot of dusties after me and D had broke up or whatever. And, um, yeah, that's when we came in with bum ass and the nigga that was eating my Cheeto fries, sleeping on my couch. Yeah, all that other crazy shit. Um, the one that had a baby mom while we was dating, it was crazy. Like, how you tell me we were in a relationship? You tell me, oh yeah, I got a baby in a way. Like, huh? So yeah, I dated the Dusties. All right. Um, then after the Dusties, I ended up um dating No Title, and me and No Title was together for about honestly, officially together, probably a year. I don't even want to say that. Probably six months we were officially together. We dealt with each other for about two years, going on three. Well, not no more, but it was, yeah, two years going on three or whatever. But we was officially boyfriend for about six months until he dealt me my birthday. I think y'all know about that. That's how this podcast came about when I got dumped on my birthday, right? So, um, fucking with your mental health, why well, I wanted to bring it up because after the dumb MD, uh, no time he dealt me my birthday, I was very depressed. And I always said I wanted to talk about this in the podcast, but I was like, I don't know, because I'm not people going to judge me and shit. But yeah, I was really depressed. Like, and I'm going to tell y'all how bad it was. It was to the point where my house looked like a fucking tornado hit it. And I think I told y'all before that when I go through breakups, I'm the type of bitch that don't get in the shower. I just sit in my phone. I don't want to clean up. You could tell from the reflection of my house that I'm depressed, right? But no, this was some next level type of depressing shit that I went through when he got my birthday. Because... I had plans for us to go on a trip for our birthday. He's supposed to have paid for it, and he ended up dumping me. So on my actual birthday, I was at my mother's house crying. Cry me a river. 
come on and just cry me a river. It was depressing, bitch. And it was really depressing because I'm not from Maryland. So all my friends was back home. And at this point, I didn't have any real friends anymore because all my friends, we stopped talking because I kind of outgrew them and bitches was hating and a whole bunch of crazy shit. So I didn't have any friends, you know what I'm saying? Um, and that's probably why I dealt with D for so long with his controlling ways because D was really like my friend. You know what I mean? He was my lovely, my lover, homie type of friend type of situation. For me. I can't say the same for no title, but I can say the same for D. Like, I was madly in love with that nigga, you know? And that was really my nigga. Like, my dog through and through. You feel me? That was my nigga. So, yeah. But make a long story short, my birthday, my mother had to do a surprise party for me with people I didn't even fucking know. That's how bad I did and sad I was. She was like, I throw a party for everybody down. I don't even know these fucking people. You know what I'm saying? I had to act fake the funk to make my mother feel good about herself. But in reality, I felt fucked up inside. Like, I just was sad. Like, I just, I would just break down and just cry. Like, just cry. Like, I mean, think about it, not make me want to cry. Like, I really, like, I cried a lot on my birthday. I really did. Like, I just was crying. And I thought, you know, we broke up because I had called him a bitch when I had got drunk. But I knew I, I was triggered by something he said. And I felt like he had me fucked up. And I was drunk, yeah. But it made me feel like I was an alcoholic type of drunk. And I know I told you on my podcast, but my dad, my actual birth dad, was an alcoholic, right? So the things I've seen my dad being drunk, I thought maybe I was becoming him. So I was, re- I was really heartbroken about it, right? So... My birthday, I spent crying with people I didn't know. My mother's surprise party. I spent my birthday outside of No Title's house. I know that sounds crazy because, yeah, um, I went to his house. I sat outside his house with my cat, waiting for him to open the door or to come home so we can talk about it. I was begging and pleading to make this relationship work, and he was giving me his ass to kiss. And it put me through a really emotional, like, it put me in a real depressing um, state where, I wasn't cleaning up, I wasn't washing my ass, I wasn't cleaning my house, I didn't wash clothes for a very long time. I was very depressed, like, I was not myself at all, you know, and that's just what I dealt with, and I was like that for some time, and even when we got back together in July, my birthday's in June, we got back together in July, I wanted to just, you know, make it work. But I was so hurt because it was just like, you really thought my birthday and I'm not from here. And it was like, I kind of feel like if somebody's not there for your birthday, they're kind of saying, fuck you. Because you're celebrating my life. You know what I'm saying? So I was I was extremely hurt by the shit. And I kept trying to make it work, make it work, make it work. And I remember telling him, like, you know, um, you didn't do nothing for my birthday, so you should plan something. And I'm giving him little hints of what I want. And I'm and I'm big on flowers. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh, you could buy me some flowers. You this. And I'm just giving him hints and giving him hints on what I want him to do for my birthday. He just wasn't doing shit. And I remember this, like, I remember like it was yesterday, bitch. He said to me, you think you're the only one hurt? I'm hurt, too. I'm hurt too. I didn't. I didn't get to go to um to where we were supposed to go. I'm hurt too, or whatever. And you know, we we broke up. It's not like you don't want that. That you know, I dumped you, and you don't want that. Went through pain. I went through pain. So I'm like, nigga, but it's my birthday, and I'm in a whole state by myself. Like I see my birthday crying. Like you can't sit up here and say, oh, you're the only one. You're hurt. You're hurt. Your hurt and my hurt ain't the same, nigga. It wasn't your birthday. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm, child. Oh my God, I'm getting emotional just thinking about it. But yeah, so when he said it to me that day, I was I was still fucked up. I I was mentally fucked up that day. Behind when he said that shit to me, I I still remember what the fuck I was wearing, where we were at, everything. So after that, um, 
I don't go through phones. I told y'all that. But this particular time, I went through his phone and I seen that he was out with his ex-girlfriend. He went on a date with his ex-girlfriend on my birthday. Now, when I follow him, like, okay, so I follow him on my birthday. When I pulled up outside his house and I was waiting or whatever, his car drove by. He had a bitch in it. I did follow the car. I did see the bitch. He must have seen me because he was spreading off real quick so I couldn't, like, chase him and shit like that. But I was trying to. Make it on story short. Um, yeah, I did see uh, text messages and stuff that he was with his ex-girlfriend. And he had this fake cousin that he was hanging out with or whatever on my birthday, too. And it was a lot of things going on. And he said he wasn't on a date because, oh, I didn't pay. But it was a date. You was out on a, on a date with a bitch on my birthday. And I'm the one blowing up your phone. You're not answering. And he told me, well, I was hurt. I was hurt, too. No, you wasn't fucking hurt, nigga. You was not fucking hurt, nigga. To make a long story short, um, that just put me in a very depressive stage because I found out he was out with his ex-girlfriend. I found out about a cousin that I'm pretty sure he fucking smashed. Um, yeah, I also know that I found out that he, that my friend, the girl I was friends with, um, she tried to push up on him on my birthday. And I think I talked about that in one of the episodes about there's no girl code, right? And um, they say they didn't fuck, but I know they hit it for a year and this happened on my birthday. So, yeah, I, I would never know what really happened, but that hurt me too. So, I just went through a lot of hurt in that relationship. Like, a lot of hurt. And honestly, it wasn't probably until recently that I actually started to heal. And some days I don't feel, I don't. I don't feel like I'm I'm healed from it, you know, like, some days I'm still bothered by it, like, right now I'm bothered by it, like, I, you know, talk about it, I'm getting emotional, like, so, um, yeah, some days I'm still, I'm, I'm bothered by it, some days I think I'm over it, I don't fucking know, I know I'm triggered, I'm triggered, you know what I mean, I mean, it definitely was, um, it was a traumatic experience that I, that I dealt with, where my birthday is very, my birthday is, is when it comes to men and my birthday is very very touchy is it's a touchy subject for me it is like yes yeah, so i usually don't spend my birthday with men because i'd be like i don't want the memories of like i just don't want to remember any man on my birthday i just did it recently because i i wanted to heal from that situation so my birthday that just passed i did spend it with a guy and that's because I just thought maybe that would help me heal from it. <laughs> and he, I mean, shout out to him. He made my birthday very special. And he came through for me. And he was fun, honey. You know, even though he kind of ain't shit. But, um, make a long story short. Uh, <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think just, like, recently I finally started to get out of that funk. So, do you see the roller coaster of my love life, right? So, I had the baby daddy situation. And then I left Jersey trying to get away from that hurt. And then ended up in the arms of somebody else who held me down but was controlling and was cheating. And I got away from that and started dating Dusties. And you can't even amount, imagine the type of money I lost and ex- hurt experience I went through from dating the fucking Dusties. Um, and then I ended up with no title and then the whole birthday thing and fake cousins and him smashing my friend. It was just a lot. So, you know, I, I, I faced a lot of... Um, I was emotionally fucked up. I'm, I'm definitely not going to act like I wasn't, right? So after the whole... I don't know what's going on outside, y'all. My bad. But after the whole um, no title thing or whatever, um, I started dating another guy. and I started dating other guys. And at this point now, I'm like... I'm back. I, I'm, I'm on some fuck niggas. Get money. You feel me? So I'm just going on dates. And I got my roster. And I'm doing me. And I'm not really seeing anything that catches my eye. Until I see something that, you know, catches my eye. 
right? We were talking about um, Miguel. So me and Miguel, no, actually before Miguel, it was the chef. The chef caught my eye, and me and the chef was talking. I think me, I think I told y'all about this, how he had a girl that ended up calling my phone late at night telling me that that's her man, and they practically live together, and he's always cheating, and he'd be giving her STDs and shit like that. So, yeah, then the chef hit me with that. And, I mean, I wasn't hurt by that because I wasn't that invested. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, eh, nigga, please. Whatever. Um, Brushed that off, went about my day. And then I met Miguel. And then Miguel, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with him or what the fuck is wrong with us or what the fuck is wrong with the situation in general. I just feel like he requires too much. <laughs> like, and it requires too much, but I don't even know what it requires. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I just, it just... It's like he wants to be a bad bitch, and um, <laughs> that's just how I feel. And um, it requires a lot of chasing, a lot of sweating, a lot of stroking up egos. And I mean, I'll be stroking the egos, honey, but I don't be doing the chasing. And I don't want, I don't make men think they're the prize. I don't do all this extra shit that Miguel wants me to do, and it's just not. It's just not in me. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying, but I just can't be anybody I'm not. And you know, the thing is, I don't mind making my man feel like he's special and going all out for him and giving him, giving him something he can feel. Ooh, that's my shit. To let him know this love is real. This love is real. I don't mind doing that. However, I like the energy to be reciprocated. And Miguel makes me feel like he's not interested in me. He makes me feel like he doesn't like me. Um, sometimes I be feeling like, damn, do he even find me attractive? Like, that's how I feel um, when I talk to him, right? And we have our days. Some days it's like, oh, he's into me. And then some days it's like, this nigga, this nigga don't like me. You know what I'm saying? So I don't want to date anybody that I got to feel like that. And it's just too many mixed emotions and shit. So um, with all the things that have happened in my love life, and now with Miguel, I think Miguel has became the icing on the cake where I'm kind of like, fuck niggas, get money, <laughs> fuck that nigga, get that money. That's how I feel. I feel like, you know, mm-hmm. what, 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 you got to go with no, what? that's how I feel. Like, I feel like I just want to be on some savage shit. Like, I really don't. I'm over men. Like, that's really just how I feel now. Now, he really put the icing cake. I never, I didn't date Miguel. I never had sex with him. But he just was the icing on the motherfucking cake to me. We're just like, eh, this is what I got to deal with. I'd rather be alone. <laughs> like, that's just where I'm at with it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I just, I'd rather be alone. Like, I'd rather be alone. Like, I, I don't know how many times I need to say that, but I just don't want to be known. Like, I'd rather be alone. Like, I'd rather do what Kevin said to me and do it and get a dog and die alone. Like, I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that at this point. And the thing is, even though I've been through all this fucking hurt and fucked up ass relationships, I still show up trying to rest in my feminine. I still show up trying to be sweet and nice and show I'm interested. I still show up sweating niggas. You know, not sweating them, but stroking their ego. I still show up acting as if, you know, I'm not broken, even though I know I am broken, but I still give 100%. I still go all out when I show up in these spaces with men that I end up going on dates with and I actually like. So it becomes annoying when someone is trying to really show you that they into you and you ain't showing them shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just make them feel like you don't want them, like they're not important. Like, you just, you ever date somebody and they make you feel like you're not pretty? Like, that's where I'm at with it. And that's why I said he put the ice on cake. Where I'm kind of like, I understand why women are over men. Because you got two sides of the coin. You either date the dusty ass men who 
you know, you end up feeling like, damn, like, I gotta take care of this nigga, I gotta tell this nigga what to do, I gotta bathe him, I gotta feed him, I gotta do his baby mamas, he's toxic, he's this, that, he can't offer me shit but hard dick and bubble gum, so now you just like, fuck niggas, I'd rather be alone, because they don't even, you know, if I'm alone, I only gotta pay for myself, so you got that half of women that's just like, fuck these niggas, they can't contribute to shit, they can't do shit, I'd rather be bad by myself, you know what I'm saying, you got that side of men, and then you get the so-called high-value men, and you just like, this nigga want me to do too much, like, what the fuck? Like, I mean, I'd rather be alone. Like, the fuck? When is somebody going to show up without all the games and we just both just pour into each other equally? That doesn't happen. At least not in this day and age, in this generation. I don't see it. And that's not to mention all the fucking kids they got now. So I'm just like, I'm good. I'm really good off it. Like, I'd rather be alone. And it is mentally, like she said, it fucks with your mental health because I was depressed for a very long time. And it wasn't until probably my last birthday that I started to get out of my depression. And the crazy part is now me and No Title talks at all. And it's weird. Like, it feels weird to not talk to him at all. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like damn i'm you know you want to heal from the thing that hurt you but you so used to the thing that hurt you being around that it just feels awkward so that's just where i'm at in my dating life with like fuck niggas <laughs> like that's just how i feel at this point you know what i mean like i don't know i just that's just where i'm at um hopefully i don't be here forever but yeah and then my homeboy was like oh well you know i told myself i told my homeboy i was like i think i've seen enough i just need to focus on me I'm good. He was like, I don't think you've seen enough. He was like, I don't think, you know, like, you didn't go through, like, real traumatic experiences with men, so you should be good. And I, he was like, you know, there's more to see. I told him, I said, if I see anything else, I'm really going to turn into a full-blown lesbian. Or I'm going to turn into the real, like, bitter bitch. Like, the real, I hate these niggas. Like, you know them bitches that be like, they hate men? Like, honestly, I'm probably one more heartbreak away from being, like, and I don't want to be there I don't want to go there so I'm just like I'm just going to save myself and stay over here in my cocoon because it's safer here it's safer in these four walls of my house it's very much safer with the Stella wine and the hookah and the pink lights and breathing my own air and paying my own bills and chilling my cat and ordering stuff off of Amazon Prime it's safer over here but soon I go out there and deal with that bullshit it just comes with too much it really does. Speaking of Stella, I got Stella Black. Yup. The chef came over the other day and he bought me some Stella Black. And let me tell you something. This is really when I said I'm over men. And I don't even know if this episode is even a lesson or a rant. Who gives a fuck? If you like it, you like it. Shit. But um, this is another reason why I say I'm over men. So he called, the chef called the other day. Like, what was this, yesterday? I don't fucking know. He called and he was like, you know... Oh, where you at? And I'm like, I'm in the house. Y'all know I'm always in the fucking house. I've been in the house for the past three weeks. I don't want to go outside. Like, I don't want to be, I don't even want to be in the streets. Like, you know how someone be like, oh, send me back to the streets. The streets is calling my name. I don't want to go to the streets. Like, I don't even want to be out there. Like, I don't want to be with the streets. I don't. I don't even want to go to the club. I don't even want to go freestyling. I don't want to be bothered with men. That's just how I feel. Anyways, so he's like, where you at? I'm like, I'm in the house. He's like, oh, well, I'm finishing your house. I'm about to pull up on you. Okay, you feel me? Now, I had just bought this shoe rack. So, in my mind, I'm like, all right, he pull up on me. I'm put this nigga to work to build this shoe rack because I don't know how to fucking build the shoe rack. Any fucking way. I was going to wait till Miguel comes to have him put the shoe rack up. But since the chef is here, you put the shoe rack up. You feel me? So, the chef pulls up. I put the nigga to work. He put the shoe rack or whatever. We chilling. We talking, blah, blah, blah. He starts yawning and he's sleepy. 
So I'm like, you want to go to bed? He's like, yes. I'm like, are right, you go ahead and hop in the shower and shit, and then you go sleep in the bed. I'm really all of the niggas sleep in the bed because, one, I don't let men sleep. I bet I let see my man. But I let him sleep in the bed because he looked like he was really tired. And for some reason, I don't know if it's just me or not, but, like, the men that I meet, they be going through shit. And I don't know if it's because they fighting demons because they ain't shit, or they fighting crazy mothers, or whatever it is. Or maybe it's they side bitches, or they main bitch, and I'm the side bitch. I don't fucking know. But whatever they dealing with the outside world, they be stressed out. And it's like, they get around me, and they be just so at peace. You know what I'm saying? So they begin sleeping and shit. So I be like, oh, you know, I'm his peace. I'm all trying to make something. I'm somebody and shit. So I go, like, you can take a shower and go lay in the bed or whatever. So I let him lay in the bed. And this man, literally... He tried to cuddle with me, and I wasn't having it. <laughs> I ain't gonna hold you. I, I just don't want to be touched. Like, once you fuck me over, you touching, like, even holding my hand, I get disgusted. Right? So, I didn't want to cuddle with him. I told him, like, just lay over there. I'm gonna lay over here, go to sleep, whatever, do your thing. You know what I'm saying? Um. So, he stopped trying to cuddle with me, whatever. But this man literally woke up every five minutes out of his sleep asking where his phone was at. Mind you, he put his phone on the dresser, Okay. Put your gun on the dresser and let me undress your throat, baby. I'm sorry, I had a minute. See, he put his phone on the dresser and he kept waking up every five minutes asking what his damn phone. And I'm like, your phone is where you left it on the dresser. But when he jumps up, it's like he's looking around, what phone, what phone? Like he hiding something. Like he used to a woman going through his phone. Like he's used to being at home with his bitch and he know he be cheating. She go through his phone and find out about it and the other women and shit. Me, I learned my lesson from going through no title phone and O'Neal phone. I don't go through phones no more. Okay, big, big, big one on O'Neal. My first love taught me that shit the hard way. And I'm not doing it no more. You know what I'm saying? So I'm over that. But um, he just would wake up with my phone, my phone looking around all crazy. And shit. I'm like, damn, nigga, you good? You know what I'm saying? So you nigga, I robbed you or some shit. Um, so he just kept doing that, like every five minutes out of his sleep, jumping up, doing that. But this man's phone would not stop ringing. Mm-hmm. The man's phone would not stop ringing. It was a girl, two girls, probably the same girl. I don't know. One number was saved. He had her in her phone under the loner. And she had, a, I knew it was a girl because her face popped up, okay? The other girl, no number popped up, but it just kept calling. She, I mean, no name popped up. The number was calling, but it just kept ringing, kept ringing, kept, phone was ringing off the fucking hook. Like, what the fuck? And at that moment, I said, which one is worse? Me being a woman that's laying in the bed next to this nigga, his phone ringing off the phone crazy, off the phone, his phone ringing off the hook crazy, or me being a woman calling the phone like crazy. Hmm. I think the one that's blowing up the phone is the worst one. So I'm happy I'm not her. And when he gets up in the morning, he's getting the fuck out of my bed. And he doesn't need to come back here anymore because I don't want to be bothered with that. Like, literally stage my bed and all. Like, I'm good. Holy water, Florida water, the whole shebang bang. Like, I'm okay. And that's when I just hit me like, I'm over men. Like, I'm over it. Like, damn, nigga. Like, if we, even if I, if we was talking about season, you can't even make me feel special because your phone is ringing off the hook and you're jumping up out of your sleep looking crazy as shit because you know you, you, you ain't living right. You know what I'm saying? I don't blame that girl for feeling the way she feels about she over men. And I know a lot of y'all gonna say, it's just the men that you dating. Listen. That's why I just stopped dating. <laughs> that's why I just stopped dating that's why I just stopped dating cause I'm like is it me 
Am I the villain? Am I the problem? But I don't think it's me at this point because I've changed up my whole dating thing. Like I'm not even you. I'm not even dating the same hood niggas I used to date. I'm not dating the same dusties, mans, and daddies I used to date. I switched my whole shit up. Like Miguel is not the the type of nigga I would even go for. The chef ain't even the type of nigga I would go for. I changed my whole fucking shit up, and I'm still attracting. Niggas, that ain't shit. So at this point, it's a sign from God that I need to be alone, okay? And I'm going to be alone, and I'm going to go out, I'm going to travel, I'm going to live my best life and shit like that. But when I get too lonely, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. We all get lonely now. We ain't going to act like we don't. Y'all heard Mrs. Lonely, all right? We all get lonely. What's that song to be like? Um, um, Every night when it goes out, how it go? I don't know the damn song. How that song go? When it be like, um, my man, is on me. I want to know how it feels to be loved, to be loved any other night. You know that song? Y'all know that song? Who sing that song? I'm going to have to look it up. I want to know how it feels to be loved. Oh, I'm so sick of being lonely. Every night when my man for something is on me. I want to know how it feels to be loved. That's how I feel. <laughs> but I ain't going to never know no time soon. <laughs> but when I start to feel that lonely, that lonely, I just play songs that boost my confidence and be like, bitch, you ain't missing out on shit. These niggas ain't shit. You know what I'm saying? I play Beyonce, the best you, the best you, uh, the best I never had, or some shit like that. And I like to play that song that be like, I'll be a fool to go back to my ex boyfriend. Every time I get depressed and I be thinking about calling this phone, I be like, I'll be a fool to go back to my ex boyfriend. <laughs> All right, we on 44 minutes. I don't know if it was a lesson in this or not. But I vented, and I felt good, and that's all that matters. <laughs> and I know that I'm not, you are not alone. I'm not alone. Somebody feels how I feel. And that's just where I'm at with it. And I just understand why a lot of women are sick of men. And you know what, ladies? Maybe this is just a time where we need to just, like, focus on ourselves. You know what I'm saying? And, like, love on us a little bit, a little bit more. Just a little bit. You know what I'm saying? A little bit more, okay? Maybe it's just that time. Maybe it's just me season maybe just womanhood season maybe it's just me learning me and loving me a little bit more you know and the crazy part is on my birthday i got my cards read because you know like it's your solar return and shit so i like to do a reading for the next year which would be when i'm 20 how old am i 26 so when i'm 27 right um so just like well no i did a solar eclipse a solar eclipse reading a solar return reading so i turned 26 so it's a reading you do on your birthday. So it'll be like the whole, what can I expect in this chapter of me being 26, right? So it's from now until I turn 27. That's what the reading was from. And the lady that told me on my birthday that I am not going to be in a relationship. <laughs> I ain't even hold you. She was like, yeah, I see a man coming in. He's going to take up some of your time, whatever. Like, I see a masculine energy around you, whatever. But you can't really read his energy. And and she said that he's very nonchalant. And she described Miguel. Okay, bitch. She described him to a T. So I knew she was like talking about him or whatever. And she just was telling me that um y'all not gonna be together. 
And she told me, she's like, you're not going to have a boyfriend. I know you're thinking about relationships, but you're going to be alone in this season. And I remember telling Miguel on my birthday about it. He laughed. He said it was so funny. And I was like, no, for real. That's what she told me. And as the months played out, and the more I talked to him, I was like, that bitch ain't lied. (laughs) That bitch is not lying. She was right. (laughs) It is what it is, though. But anyways, I totally understand why women over men. I get it. And I'm here with y'all. Okay? And if you agree, um, put something in the comments. Put your thoughts in the comments below, okay? When I say leave comments here, put your thoughts in the comments below. I'm going to, I can't pin everybody. So I'm going to pin the best ones. I pin 10 of them, okay? But I watch and read everyone, okay? And um, I'm going to tell you all something else before we get out of here. I am now dodging negative energy and negative comments and negative people just in general. So if you put something in my comments that's a little bit negative, just know that you're getting blocked. That's where I'm at in life. You know, I'm going to block you from commenting, but I'm not going to block you from the podcast. You can listen to the podcast, but I'm block you from commenting because I don't need that negativity in my life. I go through enough shit, and to hear from a little bratty little teenager about how the fuck she feels about my podcast is just not what I want to do. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying all y'all brats, but they know who they are. Okay, the trolls, the one that don't like you but still listen, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, those bitches. Um, so yeah, they can still listen in peace, but they're not gonna disrupt dis- disrupt my peace by putting bullshit in my comments. Not gonna happen. No sa, no sa, no sa. Okay. So yeah. Um, as always, ladies, keep it collaged. I look forward to hearing from you guys next time. Thank you for letting me vent. I don't know if anybody else feels the same way I feel, but I'm happy I got that off my chest. And, um, yeah, smooches. Mwah.